Hey guys, so on today's episode, on and all that bull, we have Danny on Instagram. You can find him at Cashmere Danny, and everything will be tagged in the show notes. But Danny is the co-host of Not Another True Crime podcast, and also one of the co-hosts on Betches on Instagram. He's also a weekly host on the Bennington Show on SiriusXM. And in this episode, we really just had some fun life chats. Uh, Danny's best known for, I would believe, his curation of memes, which are all original and phenomenal. He's a big fan of, you know, some reality shows that we may love, like The Housewives, and also SVU, which I thought was pretty cool. But um, we got to have a life chat about just how to write original memes, how to create original content, how to stay true to who you are. When it comes to comedy and in this day and age, just being yourself and how that's actually turned into a career for him. It was a really fun chat. Brianna and I were a little rowdy in parts of it, so it was a good time. Um, but you guys will definitely probably feel like you're just chilling with us, which was, it was sincerely a fun, fun, uplifting episode. So it's a good day to release it. It's Sunday. You guys can sit back, relax, have a glass of wine and just have some fun laughs with us. Thanks for listening. <laughs> how did you get into like the meme world? Like, and like, how did you get from Jersey I... to New York and everything? Yeah, so I went from, cause like, you know, it's a far journey, Jersey to New York. No, I so went to, uh, I've always just like growing up, I love New York and I thought it was so fun. And I always knew I wanted to do something creative like. So I was like, oh, and like you just see on TV, you're like, that's where all of that happens, I guess. So then I went to college in New York. So I went to Fordham. And then from there, yeah, and from there I was kind of like, I don't really care about school so much. I was like, I just liked working, so I did a lot of internships, and I did a lot of, like, writing for websites and stuff like that, kind of just to build up all that. And then it sort of spiraled to being like, oh, I can write for myself on top of that, so I'm like, why am I doing it for other sites when, like, and those were, like, sites for me at the beginning when I wasn't getting paid to write for them. It was sort of just like, take this article, here you go. And I'm like, well, what am I totally getting from that after a while? So then I just started thinking like, oh, let me try to write for myself and kind of tailor it to me type of thing, which is fun. Yeah. So you, you work with Betches and then I know you also have a podcast as well. Yes. So I do um, uh, not another true crime podcast with Betches uh, for a little over a year now. And I've also done some writing with them. And then I do uh, a weekly like pop culture segment with Sirius XM, uh, the Bennington show. And they are truly like they're like my guardian angels. I yeah. love them so much. And they, cause I interned with them and they kind of just get me on like to do fun stuff after that. So I've been like hanging out with them for like years now, I feel like, and they're so good and give me so many opportunities too. Is it just so wild that like memes are like literally now a career for people? Like, isn't that crazy? <laughs> <laughs> it is. We- and that's kind of the funny thing. Cause I, uh, I do stand up as well in the city and so many, it's a funny divide a little bit too, where they will be like, stand-up comedians that are like why are you posting your like tweets on instagram type of thing they get so yeah like weird about that and i'm sort of like well if i want to do something with comedy i don't like why would i post like a picture of my brunch on instagram which i mean i had a lovely (laughs) brunch but like that's not totally serving the purpose that i want to be serving both professionally and for like a digital platform so i was like what can i do that's like funny i can't really edit videos i was like oh i'll post like tweets that i and workshopping for stand-up jokes that I also can like test out for that and just like fun thoughts. And it like, that's what I also go to Instagram to look at. I'm like looking for like memes and funny stuff to like occupy myself or relate to and stuff like that. So I kind of was like, why don't I do that as well? 
Totally. Mm -hmm. I think that's like what I love most about memes is because I think most people um, who are funny on some level have like yes. some, the funnier, the funnier you are, like there's that, there's that one meme that says like, I want to fuck up my kids just enough so they have enough trauma to be funny, <laughs> you know? So it's like, a hundred percent. Right. So I think that when I find these memes and I end up, there are some friends that I literally only talk to them in meme form. Like we don't even have real conversations. I literally just send memes to them. And like, that's our sole communication. It truly, it's kind of like the new, like, it's like meme tape. Like you used to send like mixed tapes to people. Oh. And now you're just sending them like five memes oh, in a row. And you're like, here episode. you go take that. That is meme tape. I'm writing it down. I love that. Cause it's like, you want to just feel like you're trying to express something sometimes and you can't. And I think it's like, here, this, here's a meme. There's a meme about this. Like, here's a meme. Yeah. It made me think of you. And this is like how I feel because I am not a mature enough to express this verbally in a healthy coping. No. <laughs> exactly. And then also it's a thing too. It gets hard where you're like, you're sort of like, do I want to like unearth so many things or can I just kind of do it in like a funny little package? And I feel like that's sort of like so many people, especially online. Like there's the people that I give them so much credit for that like, can do like long Facebook statuses about like love loss and what I wore, like all that stuff. I'm like, I give you so much credit. I just don't have the emotional like bandwidth to do that. And also I think it's sort of like, I have friends who like want to do acting. Like I can't, I can never take myself seriously to do either of those realms. So I feel like memes are yeah. a good middle ground for it. They are. They're a perfect middle ground for I that. think, well, we talk about this a lot too. Like growing up in Jersey, I think that's the, some of the funniest mm -hmm. people are from the tri-state area because yeah. number one, it's like you have to have thick skin, but also you can't take yourself seriously because someone would be like, okay, big shot. Yeah, okay. Like, you know what I mean? And then it would just, someone Egg. would get in a fist fight. Exactly. Because I think it's so funny to you say that because I feel like there's so many times when I'm like, and I think that's why I watch so much reality TV as well, because I'll be watching like a scripted show and I'm sort of like, I, I get where the joke is, but I literally like, there's a woman at like Wegmans named like Linda who's shouting for marinara sauce, who's funnier <laughs> than Kristen Bell. Like, yes, or at least like yeah. that's the humor that works for me. Yeah. It's me so too. true. Because it's real. I think that's what people just want is like that real shit. Yes. Ugh. Do you notice a difference between like LA comedians and, cause I lived in California for three years and like LA oh, versus you? New York. I just feel like there's such a difference with like, dude, I'm just joking, like relax. But it's like, I think even their sense of humor of like, I, I always would say that on dates. I'm like, I'm so tired of being like, it was a fucking joke, relax. You know what that, I mean? A hundred percent. Cause my brother actually- thing out there. Yeah. Yeah. My brother lives in LA now and it's funny. We talk, he, do, he does like medicine. So he's, he's saving the world currently. So God, good for him. I'm yeah. not doing that. <laughs> But um, it's so funny because even when I'm out there like to visit him, I'm like, I can't fucking, because it seems so magical. Like you get to drive a car, you get a pool in your apartment somehow, you get all these things. But after like four days, I'm just like, why? Like, I don't, I can't smile at all these people anymore. I need to like push, like everyone's yeah. walking so slow. So I feel like they kind of, yeah, they're more like nurturing and stuff like that, which is great for those people. But I like kind of like tri-state area thick skin that gets you like going and also I'm somewhat I feel like you guys are probably the same way I thrive on like having an inconvenience happen to me because like I need something to like go mm -hmm. wrong like if it my coffee spills I'm like yes it, if I'm not complaining what am I talking like I can't For real like, if I'm not what am I gonna complaining do? about something then what 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 am I talking about honestly exactly no yeah I get I feel that on a personal level like yesterday I was driving home with my brother we were looking at TVs with, you know, face, face masks and all, but there was a woman walking across the road with her child and she's like throwing her fucking hands at me. And I'm like, bro, I'm at the fucking stop sign. Just walk, bitch. But that's like what it is. And my brother's like, why are you complaining about that? She's just walking. And I'm like, why not? Why not complain? <laughs> it's, about it's, Jersey way. 
Exactly. And it's, I feel like a Jersey way is kind of good because we're so, we come on strong, we're very hot and heavy, but it's a thing where like, I feel like it helps us release steam a little bit throughout our days. Yeah, it's all, it's all out of love. I mean, God, oh. Yeah. Our way to say we're an asshole. No, I actually would have people in California when I lived there, they would say all the time, they're like, you're really aggressive. And people would also say, um, I remember there was one stand up comedian actually who talked about this. And they were like, listen, we're not going to ask you, like, hey, how are you? We're like, dude, what's your fucking pizza order? What do you want? Because, like, we respect your time. We respect your time. Because everyone's in a row. Exactly. And I feel like it's a thing too where in New York and like New Jersey too, because we're sort of just like, let's have wine. Like, after a few glasses of wine, some shit will come out. But over there, like, they just want to like exhale and hug right away. Well, we need some liquid guard to come down. Or at least that's just the Irish Catholic in me. And everybody, 100%. everyone in California would always be like, no worries. And I'm like, dude, get it like three to seven worries. Cause honestly it would be good for yeah. your soul. Like to get a sense of urgency. Yeah. How are you guys um, handling? Uh, Cause I, I love, uh, I, I don't know if you guys say the town that you live in. I love it so much, but I also love that it's like so quiet. Do you guys like, are you guys like the loudest people on your street type of situation? So Christy lives in Sayreville and I live in Ocean Grove. Oh, oh, okay. Ocean Grove. So okay. I love Ocean Grove because I am like, I'm 31 going on 90. So for me, like, yes, I absolutely <laughs> love that. It's like all weird. Oh, like, And I mean, Nagels? Oh, Maron. Oh, oh. so good. I can't even. <laughs> it's so good. Oh. Love Brianna, Brianna is like where she lives is definitely it speaks volumes on Brianna as a person. Like <laughs> I pull down, you know, like I try and go to her house, I get lost every time because it's like not on the street that it's the supposed to be on. And well, like, the streets like are little, so tiny too there. Yeah, yeah, it's like a little beach town. I'm like Brianna, you don't live on the fucking street. You keep sending everybody. You live on a different street, and then you park, and there's like you know everyone's old and retired. I love it. I feel bad smoking <laughs> a cigarette out front because I'm like, am I offending this person? person next door but what part of so when i go there i turned out uh i grew up in union county so like cranford i don't know if you know oh, the yeah. town yeah just a small town but now my um my mom lives in uh, long branch so oh. i i kind of i've been in monmouth county for a while so i love monmouth you county know all this, about the pier village life yes oh my gosh yeah i mean i know about it i i love wine loft but i'm, I'm more oh. of a wine loft person than like avenue because like i can't really i don't do clubs or standing when i go out that's kind of my personal rule and then I live in uh, Brooklyn in the city. Have you had the cannoli dip at Wine Loft yet? Yes. Yeah. I, that place, I would Isn't go there. Where you had the cheese board? Yeah. Whenever I went home, I would just, we would almost eat every meal there. It's so good. They have a good, they have, ugh, all their appetizers are insane. So did you, is like, are, do you come from a big like family? Is like, you're kind of just funny because of who you are? Like your friends were ball busting? Like, where did think, it come from? I feel like it sort of came from, it was, it's that whole, um, situation where my brother was like super so he's like a doctor in LA so he's like very smart valedictorian all this stuff all this stuff and then I had teachers would be like oh like your brother was so smart like you should and I was kind of in that thing where I could be like oh I either like try to study so much when that's so not who I am type of thing because I was like a good student but not like a beyond student so I felt like I kind of just like took that and like just like made myself the butt of the joke that like the teachers were making me almost because they would be like Oh, you got to be, your brother would get an A. And I, then I would just like kind of be like basically a bitch to the teacher's back being like, well, um, you're kind of like, like, I'm like, well, maybe if you were a better teacher, I would get a better grade. So <laughs> I would kind of get on the sass factor of it. Uh -huh. So it was a mix of that. And then like, I always think I had like a babysitter growing up because uh, she just, and like, she had such a strong personality because she was sort of like, how old? I feel like she was like 25 or 26 when she was babysitting me. And she babysat me from like, first grade to sixth grade maybe and then she would just be like 
chain smoking cigarettes and like <laughs> so Jersey. Yelling, yelling at teachers and kids being and like yelling at like I remember vividly there was one time she was waiting to pick me up and a cop was giving her a parking ticket because she was idling and she was like you're fucking lucky there are kids in the car because if they weren't this cigarette would be in your face and I remember being in second grade being like what is going on so I think I learned how to be like very like outgo like loud and then I just kind of honed it over time to be less like yelling at cops and more so <laughs> telling jokes because I'm you afraid know, like of authority. Comedy, yeah. yeah. I would never yell at a cop because uh, the mafia people would know I'm afraid yeah, of authority, yeah. so yeah. I'll let yeah. them always be right. <laughs> I think that's really funny. When I think when you grow up, especially in a, you know, I grew up in a really loud Italian family, and I think the only way to get your point across or get heard was like, you had to either be funny or loud or a combination of both. That is so true. I think and that is definitely a self out first on the bullshit. Be like, you're not going to make fun of me first for my pimple. I'm going to have self deprecating <laughs> humor, and it's going to be funny. And that you, can, if I always had, I'm like, kill the joke before it starts. Yeah, on social media, you know exactly. Fun of the joke, totally. Exactly. Especially social media stuff. It's like you're not going to make fun of me first. Like I've already said the meanest no. thing possible. Like good luck trying yeah. to fucking hurt my feelings. We still do that, so it's fine. yeah. And I think there's like some there's a form of power in that too, where you can kind of address because yeah. then when you're making light of it to yourself, you're able to like not take it as seriously as it could be because like there are times especially like when you're in middle school and stuff like that like a pimple could be the fucking end of your life but oh. then if you're just like yeah i have a pimple who the fuck cares it, yeah. you kind of you you're giving you're like choosing what you want to give strength to type of, yeah is, it told it told you take so the, well power the power out of the negative yeah. thing that it is yeah so do you remember like writing your first meme one day you <sighs> woke up after fordham you graduate and you're just like this is oh. it for me like how did you kind of take <laughs> that step I feel like it started a lot with like writing it was like listicles and stuff like that that I would write for like thought catalog and like all these random websites and then just like kind of like I've always wanted to like I always wanted to do like online writing I thought that was like super fun and then I feel like it kind of got to a point where I saw like the first time it was like a click moment where I was like okay but I don't really know what to do with that I was still trying to do like stand-up and comedy and stuff like that right after I graduated and then the first meme I think that really got traction for me is the one I remember. And it was when it was like about, are you guys Real Housewives fans at all? I yes. am, yeah. Okay, so yeah, so there like there was a New York episode where uh, they had like a boat that was like sinking, but it didn't totally sink. And I did like I a meme that. about like the Titanic. So it yeah. was like, oh, will the lifeboats be seated according to the class? And I was like, this will be Countess Land tonight. It was a meme <laughs> that I didn't even think was like that, that funny, but sort of just like on a topical thing. And it's so funny, I literally skipped uh, uh, stand up like open mic because I was like I don't want to fucking go 45 minutes to go tell a joke for jokes for three minutes to a room of like 15 weird people I just don't want I don't need that energy right now <laughs> so I picked up like a bottle of wine watched Real Housewives at home and then like tweeted that meme out and then that was the meme that like Betches saw and they regrammed it and that's how I started my relationship with them so I was always like guys Skip things you don't want to go to and wa drink wine because it works out for the best for yourself. That is the best Stress. piece of yes. advice I think anybody yeah. can hear from this, especially coming out of quarantine. Because I say this all the time, like assessing your fuck budget. Like we spend so yes. much fuck time on things we don't want to do with people we don't give a fuck about, with money we don't have to spend. Brandon taught like, me how to do that because I was always really bad at that. But honestly, if you just do what the fuck you want to do and cancel mm -hmm. it, you'll eventually get where you need yeah, to be. Yeah, a hundred percent. Exactly, because then you're also, it takes, it's, uh, it sounds, because people can make it think, so, like, you feel selfish, like, canceling plans and stuff like that, but then you're just reevaluating and reprioritizing your time, because I feel yeah. like it's a thing where you kind of give, 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 like, a lot of people, and, like, I can see myself getting caught in this, too, I love to, like, give my time, give help for people, like, my friends and stuff like that, but then there's moments where I'm like, I need a few days alone, I need to do that, and I was, I heard this great quote 
recently because everyone always says like you'll regret the things you don't do but that's mm-hmm. like no I regret the things that I have done that I didn't want to do I love so that. I so I've started to reframe it to that yeah mm-hmm. and that's why I was even with like rescheduling and stuff like that with you I always say I'm like time is the most important commodity as far as I, mm-hmm. I appreciate people's time so much because you can always yeah. make more money and all that like the time you cannot and it's so important how you invest it I think more than money you know a hundred percent because also it's like the that's it's a thing where like money will come and go and you can you can make a thing you're like okay I can work I can do an extra little shift to make an extra money here and there but time is also something that it only it's value to how you value yourself too because like money sometimes you just like need a coffee so bad you spend seven dollars on a coffee I do that so many fucking times yeah but like for time you could be like oh you're listening to your body too being like what do I need to do right now and what do I want to do and let me follow that because that's better of being like attuned to yourself because I realized too that I feel like when a lot of times you do plans that you don't really want to do, it's more so coming out of, will this person be mad at me? Will I like, will they get, will like, I have to like go to something down the line to make up for it. Will I get foam? All those things. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. Like yeah. your friend shouldn't get mad at you if you don't go to brunch one day. <laughs> totally. And you end up feeling more drink. I mean, I'm the queen of Irish goodbyes and canceling plans. Like that is like, literally mm-hmm. I get such a dopamine hit from it. I could not recommend it more. Like just just back out last minute you know what I mean like just no, it's early. truly because then also you're just doing the thing you're like you know what you wanted me here I'm here but I'm gonna go on my own terms because it's also it's post, like you made a post about that today want versus guesses you know like I oh yeah to, I think that was so on brand like I don't know like yeah I want to go and be social but I guess I'll just sit on my couch like you know what I mean like <laughs> I think no, exactly you, you said it so perfectly do you have any current <laughs> wants and guesses in your life that you're struggling with in quarantine life I, oh my god this is quarantine life is so hard because I feel like we're everyone's tiptoeing between I'm trying so hard to be a person and continue being the person I want to be but then at the same time too I'm like maybe the person I want to be sometimes is just like eating two bags of the chips on the couch like yes <laughs> recharging so I feel like it is that thing where I'm like you gotta it's I feel like a lot of people and I, I mean I'm lucky enough that I can work fully from home I don't have to like go out to work or anything like that so I can use it as a big recharge time so I'm doing a bit between like okay I can hustle more on the stuff that I wanted to work on that I needed time to then also I can take time to just relax a little bit more than usual and like you don't have to have the stress of canceling plans you can save a little money you can kind of balance it out like that yeah Mm -hmm. so is there anything that you think after quarantine life you're going to continue social distancing from like people energies vibes 800 percent i feel like i also feel like i'm one of those people because i'm like oh i'm safe right now i feel like the shit is gonna get realer for me when everyone's like i'll just go outside now and i'm like what i'm like who who do i know that has a type of thing like that and then also it's funny because you see all these people posting that they're like i'm never gonna like charge someone for an uber again i'm never gonna skip plans again i'm like I'm still doing that. I'm yeah. still, like, yeah. the summer, I sweat so easily. I'm not going to be changing my life for this. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be more so just kind of that. realizing I'm sort of, instead of looking at <clears throat> what it's going to be like after, the main thing I'm trying to do is what can I get out of being quarantined type mm-hmm. of thing? Because that sort of thing, it's like, it's not changing until the CDC lives it for us. Yeah. So what can I do while right now that I can leave? being like, okay, at least like, you know, I, I, I got some shit done during it. And then I can kind of 
go back to semi-normal life. <laughs> is there anything you feel like you've like learned about yourself in quarantine mm. life? We were just like, I didn't realize this was like a per- portion of myself or like, oh fuck, I got to work on this. Or like, you know, maybe people right now who are struggling with that a little bit being like, oh, oh okay. Like I got to, I got to search a little bit deeper in my soul too. I, know, I feel like it's one of those things. Cause I do, I love uh, cancel plan so much, but I, I, I oh, feel no, like it's also one of those things that I've, and I don't know if you realize this too, that I'm very, quick to just like I, like my first reflex is just to cancel them so it's been a good <laughs> yeah. so it's been a good thing right now while quarantine because like there'll be times like a friend who like I haven't talked to in a while who's like oh my god let's FaceTime and my immediate thing is I was like I don't want to fucking FaceTime with you yeah. about about what but then it's now it's a nice thing that I'm like okay well I don't really have I, I can't I don't have an excuse right now and then also it's the thing it's like it'll be fun and I'm realizing that like oh, it's fun to like chat with a friend for 45 minutes and stuff like that. So it's, I think I'm sort of realizing to be like it now that, cause I would cancel plans just cause I want to like chill alone and stuff like that. <laughs> but now that I'm doing that for like 23 hours a day, I can do, I can give and take a little bit. <laughs> it's a really fine line though, because it's like, now you actually don't have any excuse to be like, oh, sorry. I got, like you said this on your story day. You're like, I can't, oh, I'm not oh, writing to Pilates now. You're like, I'm not writing to Pilates actually. Sorry, I'm fucking in my apartment like everybody else. I have been making a lot of fake uh, work Zooms that I have to do. Love it. So like, that's what I, that's my, if you, that's also my thing. Like, I do know how to cancel plans while quarantine for all of you. You I gotta say like you have a work Zoom. I feel like you meant for each other. If anybody <laughs> like I, anything I know like episode, anyone's listening right now at this point, I haven't spoken much, but it's because they are just having such a sincere connection because memes between and memes plans. and canceled plans. And I'm just observing. Those are literally observing. my two. Hey, my we're both drinking two. wine together. So that's all we need. And yeah. We're yes. all drinking, which I, I said, I said, my liver enzymes honestly can't handle another month of yeah, this. Like, I'm no. honestly concerned for my liver. It is so, it's bad. Cause I feel like the first week was the week that I was like, oh, I'll just like cook more. Now I'm like, that's shop to shit. I'm oh, drinking yeah. box wines and eating Oreos. It's a, <laughs> wait, but are you, do you love going out? Like, are you more actually like you, you thrive on plans? I'm an extrovert yeah. introvert. Like yeah. I like mm-hmm. going out on my terms, oh, but yeah. Christy, I would say, I don't know. I think you're a mix. I don't know. I'm a mix too. I think like, I'm a very like on my terms person. So I don't even, while you guys are just talking about canceling plans, I don't even get to canceling plans. I just say no off the bat. Oh. Like, I'm one of those that's like, mm, I'll let you know. Which like, I don't agree the no, to She shit. puts the no and I'll let you know. Yeah, I put the no and I'll let you know. Like, I really. Which <laughs> is not coming is what we all know. Like, she'll that. text me shit and she'll be like, so do you want to come out? Like, just so you know, she'll send me like four days ahead. Just so you know, Friday at seven, we're going out. So if you'd oh. like to come. I'm letting you know now. And I'm like, yeah, I'll let you know. Which means no. <laughs> so, That's at least, um, at least, so you keep them on your toes a little bit. Okay. Yeah. No, you know what's a pro tip? I think you're going to love this, actually. What I have started to do with people is I give them a percentage. I say I'm 72% committed. Oh, people love it. It gives them hope. I like that. It's hope, I think it's fucking annoying. But they love it. Because I'm who like, says 72? No, no. You know why? Because then people try harder. They're like, oh, but if you come, then blah, blah, blah. We'll go to dinner oh, first. And I'm like, okay, I'm at 76%. Well, and even though in my heart, I know I'm not going. Yeah, However, yeah. you give them a percent and that gives you power. So I would try that out after the quarantine. Ooh, you know what I mean? I'm bad at math, but I'll try that out. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't matter. That's the whole thing. It doesn't matter. You know you're yeah. ultimately, ultimately not going. You're like, I'll give, I'm 22% committed to this plan. And they're like, that's great. Because better than a hard no. I have and to I th- say, though, this is like a dream for me, though. Being able to be home. Oh, I know. It's one of those and things. And work on like- all my little crafts. And like you said, like work and then recharge on my own terms and like, you know, hit ignore or not answer the phone. See, my cop out is like, oh, I'm sorry. I was napping 
or oh, I'm oh. sorry, I finally took a shower. So <laughs> You're bragging my, now because those I are my doing that. No, those are my cop outs though for not Showering. answering the phone. Fu- I said if, I said it's so if anybody comes out of this quarantine, what the looking, fuck else are we doing? No, We're showering, any- napping, and eating like mad. No, that's savages. my point. If anybody comes out yeah. of this with like everyone's like, I'm waking out 30 times a day. If you come out of this with a six pack, you're a selfish piece of shit. No, First of like, all, fuck you. <laughs> it's how I feel. Like, how dare no, we, you? We are all in this I'm together. I'm the one drinking. <laughs> I'm not even drunk. This is how I passionately feel. Like you, well, you I know go you're and louder by this. <laughs> your fucking Oreos and don't give me shit about it. That's what I, I feel like. It's the thing. If we're all on the same page with those guys, we'll really come out of yeah. it more of a united front. Like, let's <laughs> all be fat for the summer. Let's yeah. all be summer have body a little more to love. Yeah. That's my favorite new Demi Lovato song, Fat for the Summer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up on your banger head. So, yeah. 100%. <laughs> but so you have an amazing segment on Instagram called Your Venti Vents, which yes. I love. Yes. So, can you please <sighs> tell people about your Venti Vents and what you're most currently venting about? Yes. All right. So this started, this actually started with a, a year, like two years ago, randomly with the account Trendy Problems. I don't know if you follow them on Instagram. I used to like work with them here and there and I would do like an Instagram story segment about Venti Vents, which are basically just like the things I would think about while waiting in line for a coffee that would really piss me off. So then I've kind of like transferred that to my personal page now. So I'm basically just like drinking coffee and complaining about shit because those are the only two things I do. So the <laughs> one that I'm mainly complaining on now, the things that I feel like everyone has been dealing with are the Zoom happy hours because right now it's good. We're Zooming, but there's only two screens. We can hear everybody. We can see everybody. There's like um, a symbiotic moment going on. Yeah. But when there's 15 people that like you don't know, like a friend, boyfriend coming in the mix and it's sort of like, who is this for? Like who is enjoying this happy hour? Totally. <laughs> Yes. How do you That's feel well. about everybody going live on Instagram? Do you have an event on that? I think it's very interesting how people, like, I feel like people go live on Instagram thinking they're going to be Beyonce, but they end up being Michelle Williams. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? So well said. So, <laughs> so well it's said. sort of a thing where it's like, they'll go live and then it'll just be like, I just going to wait for more people. Like they just keep on looking to see, yeah. is it still just one person? Is it still just one person? So I feel like it's a thing where it's it's like, I consider them to be like blunt bangs. Like go, if you want them, go for it. If you want to go live, go for it. But you have to understand that everyone will make fun of you and people will be like, are they okay? Yeah. <laughs> I love that you compare that to blunt Did bangs. Did you start shame spiraling yet? So that's fine. Yes. No, because the other day- Also not, I, like, you know the bangs I mean, like, like the I'm ring ones. I'm a hairdresser, yeah. hairdresser, so she- Oh, I, okay, good, perfect, okay. Oh, trust me. I, that's why I love that reference so much because it's so true. It's like- Honey, do you really want to do that? You're gonna hate yourself tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be like, it's okay if he didn't text you back. Like, you don't don't do this now. Yeah. 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 It's so um, rough. Because I was driving around the other day and I had on the heat, I think, on Sirius. And oh, yeah. the the DJ or whoever it was, VJ, he was like, everyone should really take advantage of all the celebrities going live right now. And I'm like, honestly, is this what the world has come to that we're happy that there's fucking 15 C-class celebrities going live on Instagram? Like this is, they're all going live the at the same time. So obviously their people need to get in touch with each other's people. To and go live together. Yes. Yeah. The only person doing it right, the only celebrity doing it right is Jojo, the singer. Because mm-hmm. she goes live and because she has a really good voice. So she just goes live and does like, covers of songs yeah and like so she'll and she'll do like Whitney Houston, Aaliyah, all these people I'm like okay these is actually like that is something yeah. I can vibe with for five minutes and then boom done I don't need like two hours of them just like 
reading like, oh, shout out to Wyoming. You know what I mean? Like that doesn't <laughs> that's, do anything that's what for a lot of them are doing. Like, when like everybody's so been asking about my mascara and it's like, <laughs> you mean your mom? No, like literally no one's asking. <laughs> No, like, like you're not going anywhere, Sarah. You're not going look, anywhere. Look, don't worry exactly. about your mascara. It's okay. <laughs> so I think, I mean, you probably get a lot of this because your meme page is fucking amazing. And I'm sure a lot of people, number one, they repost content that they don't give credit to the original meme creator. And I yes. am offended for meme creators everywhere for that. Like I use- She's me- so passionate about I, memes. Because oh, I use I memes for my, edu- I'm a nutritionist and I use memes for my education mm-hmm. post, but I always keep the original meme person there, you know? So I love that, yeah. Your page. But I know a lot of people delete that and stuff. And so I think everybody also thinks that they have one good tweet, that they're a meme creator and they're not. So do you have any kind of like advice maybe for people who are maybe in that gray area or things that maybe you learned early on that you want to bestow upon people in this time? I feel a good way to do it. Something that I feel like it took me a while to learn is like, write. it's it's sort of like the same thing of like writing a joke for stand-up or something like that, where it's like, write in your voice and write what you know, because then like the audience, there will be an audience for it. So long as you're not being like, crazy anything like that like yeah. if you if it's a feeling that you felt or like a thought that you had write it out and like say and like as you will don't try to make it be like someone else's and I think honestly the funniest ones and the best ones are the ones that you're like where you get so excited to like send a text to the group chat take the text that you're going to send to the group chat that you want to get all like the hearts and the thumbs up like that'd be like the home run and tweet it and post it because it's probably very funny and like more people will relate to it than you know I feel like that's a big thing. Yeah. Like things are more relatable than you think that they are. Type of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. Okay. And so like, how much would you say of your meme creation and tweets? Like how has that mm-hmm. helped you transition into standup? Cause standup came after that for you? Standup came first, like around, oh, wow. like, for, like I was doing a little bit of this. Yeah. So, and like, that's kind of, it's funny, like standup sort of led to that because I'd be doing open mics and doing like some shows here and there, but I always would be like, Oh, I want to be doing like more shows, obviously, of course. And, and then I would sort of be like, oh, but I'm not getting like booked on a lot of them or stuff like that. And it was when like, I didn't have like that big of an Instagram presence. And I was like, okay, but I'm writing. And I would just be so mad because I'd be looking at my phone and be like, I have like jokes written in my notes app ready to go, but like nowhere to totally do them besides like an open mic, which is like the saddest place in the world. It's sort of like going to Costco <laughs> now. I feel like, like Costco mid pandemic is less sadder than an open mic. Um, and then, so I'd be like, oh, I'll just like tweet them out. And then like, I started getting like some traction on Twitter and then I was like, oh, let me just post them to like Instagram then because I'm not totally like, before I was posting memes, I wasn't a big like selfie part. Like I'm not like, so I, don't, I personally don't like love like posting pictures of myself and putting them up there like for no reason besides like, I just wouldn't know what to caption it because yeah. I'm not going to be like a glazy coffee diet. It's <laughs> just not who I am. So then I would just post the uh, tweets and stuff like that. And like that started getting some traction and bigger meme accounts would like regram them and stuff like that with credit, which was great. So I started building and I was like, oh, that's cool. And then I started getting noticed from that. I was like, oh, that's a funny twist that I can like do some jokes from like my bed and get some traction and get some recognition that can help me end up doing some stuff on stage. So it's like a fun now balance of being able to do like a little bit of both. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because I know a lot of comedians will actually kind of go and and do shows at a smaller venue to work out their jokes and stuff like that before they go on a bigger platform. A lot of people don't realize like the batting reps that go in behind it. Do you remember your first time ever like bombing in front of a crowd and like what you learned from that? Because I feel like that's a really big defining moment for comedians. Yes. (laughs) Teachable moment. it's It's funny. It's one of the same things too, but I feel like I'm like obviously anybody who 
is starting out doing comedy and stuff like that, you find the people that you love doing stuff and you basically just like, okay, how can I be like them? And yeah. it's fair because like you don't know anything else besides them and they're like your inspiration to get on stage and stuff like that. So I feel like I would not be, do I wasn't doing well the times when I was writing as someone else kind yeah. of thing or like, so I feel like it's sort of the same as like writing a meme or something like that in the sense of like, write how you talk, write what you know, go up there and say it because then it you're able to be more true to it. And then also with that, you can tell if the crowd isn't totally loving it, you're more, it's easier to transition with stuff because you're like, okay, well, this was a thought process I had with that. Well, then we can just segue right over here. So being more, I feel like it really just comes down to like, because everyone is really good at detecting, I feel like bullshit and inauthenticity and stuff like that, especially when someone is performing or putting something out there. So I feel like when you are very true to your like personal voice on stage, it, even if like the person doesn't immediately love the joke, they love your vibe and they'll kind of like meet you where you're going type of thing. Mm -hmm. Totally. I could imagine on some level it's probably taught you resilience like in other areas oh, of your life. Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I think I say this a lot about sports. Like, you know, you learn lessons that you learn from the field that you take into life. Like, have there been some comedy lessons or meme lessons that you've taken I, into life? I think it's really, I, I, the biggest lesson, it's kind of funny because it's sort of like one that you, I guess you wouldn't totally think. I'm like, oh, so it's taught me to prioritize like what actually matters for stuff. Because then it's why I don't get that nervous before going on stage or something. Because I'm like, this doesn't, <laughs> like in the grand scheme of my <laughs> life this show isn't totally mattering and then also I'm like if I don't do well I, I don't do well and I'll live from it like you're yeah. not I'm like I'll be able to survive the next yeah, day you're not gonna and then, exactly unless the stage is very slippery and then <laughs> and then also with that too I feel like it's a thing where I always tell myself it's like encourage me to try new things because before even like doing anything like when I'm like oh I'm nervous to do a show I'm like well you want to do it Danny no one needs you to do it and no one no one in the audience totally knows who you are yet. So no one wants you totally there. So like, if you don't want to do it, you can go home and it's not going to change anybody's life besides your own. So it's more so I'm like, it's taught me to take ownership more of what I want to be doing and kind of like tell myself like, oh, I'm doing this because I want to do it. Yeah. And that helps me being like, okay, well then I want it to be good and I want it to be me and I want to like grow it. So it's gotten me more excited and like laser focused on myself, which is good. I love that. I think that's such yeah. a message that people need. We've been, you know, interviewing a lot of people right yeah. now. I think that's the, kind of been a, a big theme is like really oh find God. what like lights a fire under your ass. Everyone's yeah. like referring to it as like their passion or what just made sense to them or something they love, but it's all the same. Totally. What lights a fire under your ass? Like, what do you like? Even when I was like switching careers and going into hair and I was a social worker and my kids used to be like at work. They used to be like, well, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, what do you want to wake up in the morning and do for free? What do you like to do when you have nothing to do? And that's well, how I ended up doing hair. And maybe that's how you end up in comedy. Like, you know, it's something that you would do literally for free. And the paycheck is a nice little bonus. It's a bonus when you get it. But exactly. It's that 100%. Love what you it's do. a self. Yeah. And you're like, you sometimes have to, and you probably like, you're like, you have to pay for it a little bit before you yeah. can start doing it type of thing. And I always think of it, I'm like, what will I wake up in 20 years being like, fuck, why didn't I do that type of thing yeah. too? Yes. Being like, because you can, everyone, I feel like it's a thing like you push down stuff that you're afraid to do. And usually it's the, you have to like, either like someone important said this or a Lululemon tote bag said it, but you have to like follow, <laughs> you have to like, yeah, you have to like follow the fear that you're doing and be like, yeah. okay, well, I'm afraid of this. Well, that means that it kind of probably excites you too. Yeah. Type yeah. of things, so you have to jump into it. 
That's why I date shitty guys, but it's fine. <laughs> that's a whole nother podcast. Bro, that's a whole nother urgent care. Let's <laughs> talk about that. A problem. Um, I love that you said that though, because I think that's something that people do really need to hear right now. Again, like just kind of that whole idea. Yeah. But I think this is also a time where people are doing a lot of self-reflecting positively Hopefully. and negatively, like also yeah. like being pieces of shit to themselves in their head and beating themselves up. And I think this is actually a really good time and like to reflect on things that maybe have been accomplishments in your career yeah. or that journey that you haven't given yourself credit for. So is there like anything now, like looking back in this journey that you didn't mm -hmm. take the time to pause and be like, cause we're always looking wow, for the I'm next so grateful for that moment. Is there anything you no, should be given more time Or like to? that moment where you like, where it was so exciting, you weren't physically there. And like, Ooh, now yes. you can look back and be like, that wow, was awesome. That, that was so rad. I feel like they're probably the two milestones that happened was, uh, cause I remember when I first started doing like comedy and everything like that, all I really, like my two main things that I was really excited about, I was like, oh, I would love to have like a podcast that I can like be proud of and stuff like that. And I want to do a show at Union Hall, this venue in Brooklyn where it's like a super like, it's like a fun indie one, but very legitimate. Like a lot of people like do shows there. And then in January, I did a sold out show at Union Hall for our podcast. So that was one of the moments too that I was like, oh, damn it like Go came together her. i was like oh this it's like it, came, and it was one of those moments like when you have like those click moments you're like okay like and even what you were saying like you wake up and you do it for free a lot of the times yeah. but you and it was one of those like nudges of being like okay but it's a good direction that's going and something's coming of it type mm -hmm. of stuff it's like because you have to put in the work you have to put in the work and i always say i'm like never get too cocky because shit can change any day but exactly. also stop to appreciate what's happening that you're really proud about and people really resonate with humble people totally um i mean i've said this on every podcast but what's all new guests i'm in the hair industry i have some people that show up at these hair events you would think like i don't know fucking madonna walked in the room and i'm like <laughs> bitch you do the same shit i do every day calm down like exactly. i mean humble is just so i think it's just it's, it's a trait like humility that people just don't have and yeah. i think i don't know the people i love the most are very humble people and can just get like down like this like can have a chit chat can talk about shit can be like yeah, yeah it wasn't always easy i did have to do things for free i mean it's a really noble trait to have them i really it's, and i think you I, gotta carry it i love that because it's so true it's one of the ones that you're like you can detect when someone is humble it makes you like them more and you make them proud of them because also then you realize that they're like they're calibrated in the right way where they yes. know what matters and yeah i hate and like especially like, like i hate like a flashy person coming in because mm -hmm. then also you're probably in the same boat too you can immediately tell you're like all right well what are you like hiding that you have to like yes. have the flash who's under that off. oh my god can we, can exactly we, who's under that's like the that? person who talks about having sex the most you yeah. know what i mean and like brags like, about the parts like you never bite. even yeah like you just don't talk if you have those things and you are or even people your I think, presence should be but, enough but and then people exactly. can approach you and you can still be approachable like you might exactly. have a strong presence and like i've been told plenty of times like oh my god i thought you were such a bitch because I just have a resting bitch face. Which is like what? Because I have like boundaries. I'm yeah. a bitch. Oh, and okay. I wear all black all the time. Can I stand like, up for myself? Oh, okay. Right. But, because, yeah. But, you know, I still love the fact that like once I talk to people, they're like, oh, well, like you're, you know, a cool person or like, wow, you oh. have emotions. And I'm like, oh, thank you. Do you have any misconceptions people get about you, especially with social media being a platform for you? And being a comedian too, because I'm sure you have like, you know. Yeah, I feel like effort. people maybe don't like when I. I, I, luckily, whenever I'm on like stage or when I'm online, it's very much like who I am 24 seven. 
Uh, but I feel like it's thing like I love like a quiet, like I like a quiet moment from time to time. And also I'm love like, cause I feel like I'm like always shouting when I'm online or on stage. <laughs> I'm, I like love listening so much. It's that weird thing. Like I could just like sit and either like eavesdrop on someone's conversation or if someone has a problem, I love to like unpack it and like be detailed oriented uh, to plan out like, how do we get you out of this? What are we going to do type yeah, of things? I love, yeah. So I like yeah. to like, yeah, I like love to plan mainly other people's lives, but I, <laughs> that's a fun thing I like to do. Yeah. yeah. And I guess I do, I, <laughs> yeah. And I do like working out more than I say I do online, even though I do just like very light workout, just cause it mainly for like the, like, it just helps me like calm down and like totally. center myself, which sounds like so LA, but it's, <laughs> I love hot yoga. <laughs> yeah. I tell people too though, with, especially right now with exercise and stuff, you know, people are being so hard on themselves. I'm like, listen, you don't have to set a PR in the gym yeah. and back squat no. 50 pounds. It's just movement and just getting- move endorphins going in your body that's it just like do anything to move motion is the that's, lotion is what i tell yeah. people oh yes and yeah. the ocean yeah. yes <laughs> but that's why i just love doing like little dance breaks throughout the day because it loosens up the blood because i feel like also no one we're all trying so hard to like not address the elephant in the room that like we are quarantined because like a pandemic and shit is it shit is crazy so that's what i've just been doing like five or ten minute like dance breaks throughout the day where i just play my favorite music dance it out because then it gets the blood flowing and kind of makes you just like be a little silly have a little good time with yourself yeah, we're not, you know, we're we're meant to just like life is a roller coaster that's meant to be enjoyed, you know? Like we're yes. here to enjoy the ride. And I think that's what people forget sometimes is that there's like a beginning, middle, and end to everything mm-hmm. in life, yes. good, bad, and different. And right now we're all in like the really shitty part of the ride. It's all different chapters, and every chapter yes. has that beginning, middle, and end, you know? And some chapters have a to be continued, but yeah. If you compartmentalize it like that, I think it makes it a little bit easier yeah. to digest. Do you ever feel though pressure since you're like the funny one for like, what's kind of your outlet then for, if you're always funny and on for people. Yeah. Like who does it for you? Does, yeah. Like what, how do you kind of like, where do you turn? Literally, literally reality television. <laughs> too. What's your favorite yeah. reality show? Like top, Ooh. top reality show. Let's say your top three. I would say Real Houses of New York. Okay. And then, well, I put, like, them and Jersey together. And then I also, I love, well, actually, I'll do, like, uh, my three escape shows are Real Houses of New York, um, Flipper Flop, and Law and & Order SVU, which are all very different and weird. But those are my three just that I, I can, like, I do love Law & Order up. SVU, but I can't watch it's, it after 10 o'clock by myself. It is terrifying, yeah. Because I think it's, it's going to come kill me. No, it's one of those things. And I feel like it's a thing where I'm, like, okay, like, what am I stressed about? Cool, I'm not in a gutter. All right, I can calm down. <laughs> I'm yes. sure then you've thought about this. Um, what would your housewife tagline be? Oh, I feel like I, I've, I've <laughs> thought of this before and it's something, I feel like something along the lines of like, if you can't handle the heat, get out of my inner thighs because they're chasing me like a motherfucker. Because <laughs> <laughs> summer's no joke down there. That's I have to write this out. If you can't handle the heat, get out of my inner thighs. Thighs, because they're chafing like a motherfucker. First of all, Andy Cohen needs to hear this episode. Uh, 1,000%. You should also, be able I'll DM to co-write those um, intros. Do you think they write their own intros, or what's the dealio with that? Oh. No, they don't, right? I feel like, no, I feel like maybe some of the like quicker ones will, like maybe there's like a little back and forth with the producer who writes them, or yeah. like they can be like, what were your favorite moments from last season that we can kind of yeah. get going? But I feel like there's someone hopefully getting a good salary writing those down. For them. How do you feel about Teresa not coming back next year? Because I am like, I'm, I'm very upset about it. I don't it. believe it. I don't believe it. Well, I, 
I sadly don't believe it from a financial standpoint for Me her. Neither. Just because I feel like. With you on that. Well, I'm also because I I talk about someone who only is getting hit when they're down, when they're down, when they're down, when they're down. Yeah. So I feel so bad for her, and I know she hated her edit at the end of the last season. But I do. I feel like it's a thing where it's sort of like this is your like what the fuck else are you gonna do, in. Teresa? What are you gonna if, do? And I love yeah. I love Teresa. I mean, I don't think she's the brightest crayon in That's the what box. I love most about her, but oh, I definitely okay. love Teresa because she's probably the most fucking resilient person in reality TV. Like she really is. I would have. Like, I feel I like love I would have crumbled so many times. I'm a Kardashian <laughs> fan, and me and Chloe, like Chloe's, like my fucking. I'm not. I. I, I, I see love that I like it's so fake and staged now it's out of control like bitch you got you had 18 seasons like shut just go take a seat grab some uh, but people still love them no. because people I, I would watch them eat a salad for a while no I do it's Thank one of the you. ones I'm not religiously Who's your watching favorite Kardashian but... well please don't feel like you have to answer that question no he can he's know, thinking I'm about it because he, he knows there's one that he resonates with more I Mine's feel like it's Chloe. probably Chloe Chloe's my could, spirit I feel like, you well, know why I also kind of like Kendall yeah, and I like Kendall too because she's chill just because I like she's never in the drama and she did it in the smart way that she just had the name and was there and then got to do like she I feel like she's the only one I mean Kim is obviously doing Kylie doing a lot but Kendall's the only one who like has a career a that's not career. because yeah. of the show yeah exactly and it's sort of just like oh it so happens you're a Jenner but you also are a supermodel type right. yeah you can't make a supermodel. Like you either have the fucking body or you don't. It's so Kylie tried to. <laughs> you can only buy so much and facetune so much. Yeah, exactly. Well, so before we get into a fun little um, rapid fire question, um, I think again because you have such like great fire memes and insight and content. Is there any piece of career advice that maybe you want to leave with people or something you wish like your younger self would have heard or people can take with this post quarantine? I would say the biggest thing and what I've got in all of my success, I feel like has come out from just being very easy to work with and knowing, and whenever you get an opportunity or something that could lead into an opportunity, being just so grateful and eager to be there. Cause I feel like it's a thing where sometimes people can get like, you get like the complaint of like an early call time or something like that you're like, I have to get there at fucking like 7am. Mm-hmm. Woe is me. Right. And I mean like so many people, like, you don't like again you don't have to be there you're lucky kind of in a sense you're able to do that and get there get there at 6 45 get there with a smile on your face help out anybody you can type of thing where it's sort of like I feel like you get where you want to be by going above and beyond for people because also then at the same time the people that I like to help out in my life are the people that show that they do that for other people and are kind and are nice so just give out the energy that you want to receive type of thing one hand washes the other exactly a hundred percent because then, like, you might be starting out when they're up here, but then you can get to different levels, and you never and, know. And, you know, like, people remember those people. Oh, yeah. Hire up people, like, whether or not you realize that they're fucking watching totally. at those backstage things, and they see what yeah. the fuck's going on. And when and they, they can someone like vibe. that, yeah. you know, helping and be like, can I do anything? Do you need anything? Not being an asshole, still being humble. Mm-hmm. That gets you a lot further. Exactly. Okay, Love that. Okay, are you ready for some rapid fire questions? And then we'll tell everybody how they can find you on all the platforms and stalk this you and all blew, that This good episode stuff. flew by. Because good people. It went by. I just looked at the clock. I was like, oh my God, how did that happen? Yes. <laughs> okay, so because Blind, you are known yeah. with alcohol health, um, mm-hmm. that is a coping mechanism. Because you are known for your <laughs> bench events, which again, I live for. 
what would you say is currently annoying you the most on Instagram? Is it maybe like Instagram lives, the challenges? Like what is your most annoying thing currently? I, I feel like the most annoying thing currently is probably the celebrities that aren't like acknowledging their, their um, status and like the luck that they have about how they're being quarantined type of thing. Because it is that thing when it's like, and some of them are donating. God bless, Godspeed. Uh, I have a Venmo now, but uh, <laughs> those things where it's sort of like Lady Lady Gaga summed it up best when she was like, "We're not all in the same boat because I'm very different than a woman who lost her job and has a kid to feed something like that." So I feel like celebrities not celebrities being tone deaf. I hate it all. The time. I love her so much. Yeah. Oh my God, so, she's so I, fucking legit. We'll talk about that in another episode. Yes. Oh my God. She's killing it. Basically every celebrity on Instagram that's not being Lady Gaga. <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm with you on that. That's a good one. Yeah. Nice. Um, first place you're going to go to eat after quarantine. Ooh. I know. This sounds like probably so stupid, but like sweet green, I think. Like that what salad. That place? Place? Yeah. I've never been there. Oh my God. It's so good. We'll have to go after quarantine. They have one in Maybe Hoboken. We'll meet you. Yeah, they do. Yes, because it's so funny. That's the thing I miss. I miss just like going to pick up like a salad for lunch type of thing. It's like I miss overpaying for salads. This bitch fucking so gets much. salads every day from Dean's or wherever the else. Oh, I love those Dean's. Yes. Oh, we're totally oh. gonna have a lunch date after this. Yes. I'll pick six you feet up. apart. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll go to Pier Village and wine yes. and have cannoli. Yes. Uh, and wine oh. and cheese. Okay. <laughs> Um, new skill or hobby that you learned during quarantine, Ooh, if any? Literally cooking. I never turned my oven on. Any, I was one of those New Yorkers who like never use my, I would just like microwave shit or just like eat like random things like that. But I have been getting into like the relaxation enjoyment of cooking. And I'm like, I'm doing bare basics. I'm just roasting vegetables, but that is drastically Listen, different than last year. <laughs> it's more than nothing. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Um, your go-to quarantine snack. Ooh, what have I been snacking in so much? Oh, um, probably Oreos dipped in peanut butter. <laughs> that's Ooh, what. That's so good. <gasps> yeah. So good. Christy, I had that when I was in Rome because there was nothing to fucking eat <laughs> except for cheese because things close and shit. I used to oh. dip Oreos and peanut butter in Rome. I it eat Oreos so every time I black out at Christy's apartment because she, she has like a thing of Oreos Kardashian style on her cabinet. Oh. I did say I'm like, oh, I love- <laughs> no, those it's are not so- I'm obsessed with those. Oh my yeah, God. Not for you. <laughs> jars and I have a theme jar for every holiday. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I know you're going to come over. Don't worry. Yes. Um, <laughs> okay. Last spontaneous thing you did before quarantine life happened. <clears throat> oh, I did a Barry's boot camp class. And I, Godspeed, honey. The fact that I didn't get COVID nineteen from there because you <laughs> share the mat, it's everyone just yelling at you. It's so bad. I was like dry heaving. It didn't. It was. It was a mess. Okay, so you're not. I got a free back after quarantine. No, I had a free coupon, and that coupon was there, and I'm done. Done and done. Next, yeah. Because um, also the class is like I think seventy five dollars a thing. Yeah, not worth oh, it. God. Zero to ten would not. Or something insane like that. No. No. What alcoholic beverage are you going to take a break from after quarantine? What? Hopefully Purell. I mean, no, I meant, is, there, is there any maybe that like you've been drinking? Like I've been drinking. <laughs> I'm gonna keep my red wine by my side. <laughs> Just put it in a camelback, and now you can carry it around after quarantine. 
<laughs> that is a good one for sure. Maybe we'll get matching ones. It's fun. Yeah. I know. I, like, I can't. I feel like though look at vodka anymore. Like I'm so over it. I can't. Look See, anymore. I didn't go in hard. I, I did. Go I went in, in very hard. hard. I didn't I, go. I, I kind of like this. I was like, let's just streamline this. I started with beer, which is not a thing for me. Oh, Carry off okay. brand. I, start, I started with beer. Blue Moon. Oh, okay. out of a Yeti. Out of a Yeti. Okay. I really went white. Very that's white blunt bang. That's blunt bang behavior. Yeah. yeah it, was, <laughs> it was. It was blunt that's a, that's bang three behavior, honey. <laughs> I sang to everybody here. My sister recorded it. It's fucking on TikTok. It's fine. I covered a lot of genres, so I feel like I succeeded. I was gonna say. But you're lucky. I don't understand TikTok, so I can't find it. But yeah, I don't get it either. Oh, you, it, it's, it's a fun time. It's a deep dark hole. But Ooh, so nothing. Okay. You want to give up anything? I do. You're sticking with all oh, um, Well, I'm only, I'm honestly just really doing wine for the most part. Like I'll sometimes do a vodka soda here and there, but then I'm only, I'm not do I'm not getting like crazy, crazy. It's because you, you have to sip on it throughout the day. Like we don't I like, have, to, yes, like we're course. not going out at nine o'clock, 10 o'clock at night and like, okay, we got to go home by one, two o'clock. That's the like, thing. Yeah. What the fuck can I drink to get me where I want to get? We don't have to do that now. You can't and I feel like it's all day. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like it's like do, getting rid of red wine. Time would be like getting rid of like your friend who like sat with you and don't want to sit with you at lunch and then you can go to the cool kids table. I'm not going to leave my bitch. <laughs> Wine's been through me for this. Here's I'm my red wine. wine. <laughs> oh, I feel that you. Is a compliment. Oh. That's so cute. So, but, but okay, this is I think a good follow-up question. If you had to pick one drink to accurately describe the coronavirus, like I would say maybe like Long Island I'd take because it fucks you up and you didn't see it coming. Anything with Jameson in it. That's how I feel. Ooh, the Jameson, Jameson there is. What would, be the my drink, what would be the drink of Corona 2020, you think? There is, uh, this restaurant is not shockingly closed now, but there was a Mexican <laughs> restaurant I loved when I was like 20 or 21 in New York, and they had this blue shot that had seven different alcohols in it or something like that, and it was called the Go Fuck Yourself shot, and that <laughs> oh, is what... <laughs> So we're gonna find that restaurant and oh yeah, El Centro. If you can find out, are they open? They they might be. I think they might have unfortunately like opened a new location right when all this started. So who knows? But it's El Centro, overpriced but a fun time. That's New York. (laughs) Overpriced but shitty quality. Up New York, overpriced but a fun time. That's the town of New York City. Obviously, literally, clearly. Okay, we have two more questions. Okay, love it. Okay, Um, Chris, you want to ask this one? Your favorite meme page besides your own? Me. Right now. I like, who do I love so much? I love um, the girl I host the podcast, my podcast with Not Another True Crime Podcast is so good at memes. Sarah F. Carter. Love She's her. amazing. And then um, I like um, Hannah Burner from Summer House. She's really sweet. I love her and her memes are so good. And Jared Fried is hysterical. They're all hysterical. His podcast yeah. is amazing. Her podcast is amazing. They're all I know. Amazing. You know what? It's all that East Coast like vibe, like it, Jewish, Italian. Like they think, all get it. So here's a question off of that. Do you think there's like a sincere difference between true, like born bred East Coasters against everybody else in the fucking US? Like yeah. everyone else against <laughs> yeah. the tri-state area. Well, a hundred percent. Cause I feel yeah. like it's also like one of my roommates is from Minnesota and I can tell we're so different in day-to-day things where it's sort of like, girl, what's going on here? Like, she, like it's very, we are our own species here. Sense okay. of urgency, family, I feel the same loyalty. way. I just wanted to get, you know, oh, 100%. validity on that. Yeah. Okay, last question. And then you're going to tell everybody where they can stalk you on Instagram, how they can <laughs> repost your memes and give you credit for it because that's the right thing to do. Yeah. Yes. Okay, last piece of great advice that you have heard recently. 
Ooh, reasonably good advice. Besides stay at home, (laughs) I feel like a good, I feel like a good advice would be, and I've kind of learned this from Mule Houses of Atlanta because I'm rewatching that from the beginning, uh, where Kim Zolciak complimented Candy Barres because Kim said, Candy, you are the most successful and the richest person here, but you tell no one because you just, you don't have to show it off. So I feel like that's a good advice and kind of encapsulates what we've been talking about the entire time. I like Kim Taylor. She's good. I, I, I mean, I know yeah. not everyone loves her, but I really like Kim. She's a fun time. She's cute. And like, yeah. who the fuck looks like her after that many kids and then actually has people film them getting all their body work done? Oh, it's, she has confidence that I aspire for. She's like, come on, come in, watch my tummy tuck and my tit lift. Yeah. Come watch it. And then she comes it's out not- like this and she's like, look, <laughs> I just had everything done. Bitch, you got fucking 12 kids. It's she fine. Real. You could do whatever Ooh, you want. She keeps it at 100%. But that's a great quote. Love yeah, it. That's kind of like it. Yeah. We have to hang out with him after we this are, is over. When the yes. class is over, we're one hundo. You're going to come to Pure Village. We're going to have yes. so Son. many. And I love it. And the cannoli and the cheese and all the things. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I cannot wait. I will be there chugging wine because we're free. Yes. Cheers. So please tell everybody how they can find you, what platforms you're on, Instagram, your podcast. Yes. Please plug that as well. Like, let everybody know. All right. So I am on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok-ish at, at Cashmere Danny, Cashmere with a K. You can listen to my podcast, Not Another True Crime Podcast for Betches. And on Sirius, every Wednesday at 3 p.m., I do Dish with Cashmere. It's for the Bennington Show. It's a fun pop culture moment, and it's free till May 15th. So Honestly, oh, just download the um, series for Howard Stern. So he's a good time. Yeah. Yes. And we'll link all of that in the show notes so people yeah. can find, subscribe, rate, review, all that stuff. But thank awesome. you so much for hanging with us. Like, it yes. was thank you for so having me. Fun. It literally this flew so by. And in it a, had nothing to do with the alcohol, honestly. You're just like so, <laughs> you have such a good vibe. Like, love it. Oh, you guys are so fun too. I love, you guys are like the perfect like duo for this too. I feel like you bounce off each other so well. Yes, let me know and I'll share everything. I really appreciate it. Of course. All right. And stay safe, guys. Enjoy the rest of your night and quarantine. (laughs) Bye. Ciao. Ciao.